Well, with the summer season fully upon us, we here at Culture Shift are looking far and wide for new places and adventures for you to take. Free Press writer John Carlisle has extensively explored the state for the most unique sights and stories from your fellow Michiganders. And I spoke with him about his recommended UP road trip through the peninsula as a one-of-a-kind ghost towns. I would say probably the, a larger one that's a little more cumulative is about the ghost towns up there. Um, the UP is known for having a lot of ghost towns because it was a major mining area for years and then uh, suddenly the mines closed and, and the way things work up there is the same as it is down here when the jobs go away everyone flees and so there are all these towns that were home to tens of thousands of people that are now uh, nearly empty. For example, there's Calumet up in the Keweenaw Peninsula. It had 25,000 people once and now it's down to like 700. And it's almost like a Detroit of the North. You drive through the downtown and there's all these hundred year old buildings that are abandoned and the streets are eerily quiet. They have dozens of bars. It's like about one bar for every three people up there. So it's a great road trip stop, but otherwise it's very weird and very strange and desolate. Hey, but not everybody has left those towns. There are a good number of people who, who stayed, at least have tried to stay. And, you know, you've talked to a lot of those people. Why do people stay in towns like that? You know, it's I think it's just a lot of people stay where they were raised. It's home to them. It's familiar. Some people just like the UP. People claim... They love the harsh winters up there. But, yeah, we ask that of everyone, like, why are you still here? And, you know, unfortunately, some people just don't have skills or education. There's really nowhere for them to go. It's not like they can come to Detroit and get a tech job or something. They are basically, you know, fishermen or loggers or something. And that's pretty much the, the ideal place for them in Michigan is to be somewhere up in the UP. You went up to Houghton, which is way up at the southern end of the Keweenaw Peninsula, right? Out in Houghton, it begins, if you if you head up into the Keweenaw Peninsula, a whole stretch of, 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 of ghost towns and old copper mining towns and iron ore mining towns that you've been able to explore quite extensively, right? So if I were to recommend a road trip, after our dozens of times up there, instead of just giving you a list, I would say the best spot to go, there's three, three main destinations up there, three big cities. There's Marquette, Sault Ste. Marie, and Houghton. And to me, personally, Houghton is the coolest, and it's a great launching point. Houghton is a very strange place. The streets are at 70-degree angles. You can go on YouTube and find all these videos of people spiraling out of control on these icy streets. Everything's red up there. The buildings are 150 years old. There's these rough-hewn stone, red limestone and sandstone buildings. The, the dirt's red because of uh, the mining up there, the copper and the uh, iron that's left in the soil. And so Houghton in itself has many opportunities if you take a road trip and there's restaurants and bars. But the, the cool thing about that is once you head north into the Keweenaw Peninsula from there, it's about an hour to the uppermost point, which is Copper Harbor. And between Houghton and Copper Harbor is this string of pretty amazing ghost towns, a lot of former copper mining towns that have been dead for about 100 years. And some of them are a little more than foundations overgrown by uh, wildflowers, and others are full towns with full buildings. And you go up there, and the whole effect is just extremely eerie. There's no one there. The birds are different than they are down here. The flowers are different. The dirt's all red. It's, it's strangely quiet. The air's a little bit thinner because it's the one part of the state that actually has mountains. I mean, they're dinky mountains, but they're still mountains. So that's the one part of Michigan you can go to and feel like you are in a completely different place. It's almost like Mars in some spots. And uh, it's a great self-driven road trip where you can just wander and explore. And pretty much people let you do what you want up there. You can wander the ruins, take pictures, go rock hunting, pick flowers. 
whenever you want. Why, after talking to the people that have stayed in those kind of towns, like why they stayed, what do you think the appeal is, the continued appeal for us to go and explore these desolated areas? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Some, I think some of it's cautionary. You go up there and be like, wow, uh, you know, this could happen to us. I mean, we, we you know, this was once prosperous and, uh, you know, now it's dead. I mean, Detroit kind of went through that. Luckily, Detroit's coming back from its, uh, you know, bottom point. But, uh, it, and a part of it's just the weird raw beauty. I mean, the, the, the buildings are very old and so they're very beautiful and the wildlife and, uh, you know, the, the, the landscape. It's just hard to explain. When you get up there, it's just so different than what you're used to and so uh, peaceful and there's such solitude that it, it just marks a great departure from, uh, you know, everyday life up down here if you can get up there for a few days. All right. So you have a story coming out this Thursday at Freep.com. I do. Speaking of travel, so the Irish Hills area of Michigan, just south of Ann Arbor, used to be a bustling tourist stop back when US-12 was the only route between Chicago and Detroit. When I-94 was built, that area died because people could bypass it. So there's all these defunct ghost town-like tourist attractions, these roadside attractions, somewhere like corny Wild West type things, somewhere like go-karts. Somewhere like uh, mystery buildings where, you know, you kind of stand at an angle and it's like the mystery spot up north. And so we found one that was uh, kind of a famous spot for urban explorers or rural explorers. Uh, It was called uh, Prehistoric Forest, which had these giant fiberglass dinosaurs that you could see from the road. And uh, a a very interesting, eccentric woman bought this land uh, thinking there was oil there. But then she came there and found what was there. And she fell in love with the dinosaurs, and now she's trying to bring it back. And she's a very strange character. The story's about her. It's a quixotic sort of quest here. The kind of tourist attractions they have there don't really appeal to kids nowadays with iPhones and iPads and Dave & Buster's, all this sensory bombardment. I mean, it's just fiberglass statues standing in the woods. So it's kind of lame, but it's charming. It kind of harks back to an era when uh, something like that could capture someone's imagination. So that comes out Sunday in print, probably Thursday or Friday online. Press writer John Carlisle talking about his recommendations for a summer road trip through some of the UP's most interesting ghost towns.